You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of Holy Name Cathedral and co-host Mark Teresi, executive director of the cathedral. Good morning, Mark. How are you doing today? Good. Good morning. I haven't been here since Mother's Day, which was a joyful day, watching my wife with our kids, but also with our grandchildren and it, she just lights up. It's well, it was a great day. It was a great day. Mother's Day. Lesson, that's right. It, uh, lesson. The weather was not the best. But no. But Mother's Day is Mother's Day. But once those grandkids show up, doesn't matter what kind of weather it is. Oh yeah, you know? and then you go into a different uh, uh, level. You hit it because it, the children are there. And uh, I actually went on Mother's Day to the cemetery to say a prayer for my mom. Yeah. To spend a little time with my mom, with my uh, brother Adrian, and my sisters Pam and Maria. And that uh, how how quickly the time goes by. And a little shout out: you should go to holynamecathedral.org and see the beautiful Mary altar. Uh, uh, and there's a novena and prayers. I mean, if anybody has any time, holynamecathedral.org, and it's stunning. It is it's spectacular, stunning. and all the flowers that surround the yeah. Blessed Mother. Is and those were terrific. gifts from people in the parish. And don't forget, the one gift for the Mary flowers was in honor of all. A cardinal years and all the priest mothers at Holy Name. It was a beautiful, was a wonderful, gesture. wonderful gift from a parishioner. Yeah. So, great program lined up. Three one two two five five eight four zero eight. Three one two two five five eight four zero eight. I also say on the side, as of this moment, the Chicago White Sox have the best record in baseball. Oh, wonderful! As of this morning, the Cubs may, don't. <laughs> Cubs don't. It may not last more than a day, <laughs> but right now the Sox can have the top record. And they deserve the it. League, they deserve but it. baseball without. And, to a couple of their big hitters. Eloy and uh, Luis Robert. Yeah, they're doing a long, that. long season. Yeah. Great program. Cardinal Blaise Subic, Archbishop of Chicago, will ordain eight diocesan priests and one canon regular of St. John Cantius at 10 a.m. this Saturday, May 15th, at Holy Name Cathedral. The newly ordained priests range in age from 26 to 55, hail from the Archdiocese of Chicago, as well as California, Michigan, Virginia, Colombia, Mexico, and Poland. Today on Catholic Chicago, we are going to get to know three of these men. The first guest is Deacon Andrew Medjevic. His first assignment will be at Holy Name Cathedral. Deacon Medjevic, welcome to the program this morning. How are you, Andy? I'm good, Father. How are you doing? Good. And also your present deacon assignment has been at my home parish, Mary Seat of Wisdom, in Park Ridge. So it has uh, been an exciting time for you. Andy, congratulations to you and your classmates for this Saturday. A wonderful day for the Archdiocese of Chicago and for all of you. The question I always like to ask of a young man to be ordained to the priesthood is, what are your feelings right now? 
I'm just very excited and a little nervous, but mostly excited. I'm one of the 26-year-olds that's being ordained on Saturday, so me and my other classmate, Leonel. Um, and my vocation story started when I was seven years old, so this has been a very long time coming. And just seeing God's uh, providence and His help and His fidelity throughout this whole journey uh, it fills my heart with gratitude and just makes me feel very excited to, to finally get going and to start ministering to the people. Now, what made you first think about priesthood as a seven-year-old? It was preparing for my first communion. We were given a, a missile to take home to um, memorize the responses for the Mass. And then I found myself uh, saying the words of the priest at the same time. And then I said, well, if I'm doing this, I might as well have communion. So I would use Ritz crackers, red Kool-Aid to use for communion. <laughs> and I started playing Mass. And then it was my first communion day on May 10th in 2003 that I just kind of heard the call of Jesus to be a priest. Um, and ever since then, this is where he's led me. Now, as you move through this journey, Andy, does anybody stand out in your life that, boy, they really inspired you to this moment? I mean, I only have a few minutes, so I'm just going <laughs> to say a few, of the, uh, a few of the big hitters. The first one is my pastor emeritus at the time, Father Ray Yadrin. He was the pastor who gave me my first communion. And what and parish being, was that, uh, Andy? That was at St. Thomas of Villanova in Palatine. Sure, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so just seeing his witness of being with the people, praying before Mass, praying after Mass, visiting the school. I went to St. Thomas Grade School through 8th grade. Um, he, so he was like the main, the first priest that I really saw uh, ministering. And then my parents and my grandparents teaching me the faith at home, and encouraging me to follow the vocation of priesthood. Um, and then throughout, throughout the time in seminary, just a lot of other priests that have been faithful and helpful and encouraging, especially during this time of, you know, the abuse crisis that has shattered the Church for the past 20 years. And um, just knowing the people of God are very supportive as well has been very encouraging. You're a realist, it sounds like to me, that you're, 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 you have a dream, you have hope, but you're a realist. What are the challenges you see as you're ordained um, this coming week, what are the challenges you see as you walk into Holy Name Cathedral? What, what are you seeing? What are you seeing? With the COVID pandemic, I see it as an opportunity to re-evangelize the people, to invite them to come back to the faith. Uh, so with, with the shutdown, a lot of people have been getting used to Mass online, which is a good option for those who don't feel comfortable to come in person. But for the ones who can come in person to re teach them the tenets of the faith, to show them the necessity of the Eucharist in our faith, in our life. And just kind of, you know, with the decline of priests going on, to show them that young people still are answering the call. And if you do have a call that you should talk to someone, find encouragement. Um, I can talk to you. Father Monahan at the vocations office can talk to you. Um, so those are the two, the, some of the challenges of just kind of getting people to come back to the pews, come back to the faith and to be alive for the faith in the world. You know, yeah. Deacon Andy, that people are very excited in the Archdiocese and also the cathedral, and then for your first assignment, you'll be signed to Holy Name Cathedral, which we are all excited to have you come. It's very interesting that you first thought about priesthood as a seven-year-old, and so did I at Mary Seat of Wisdom. You happen to serve as, <clears throat> excuse me, as, as a deacon right now. And your first Mass next Tuesday May 18th, 2021, my first Mass was at Mary Seat of Wisdom, May 20th, 1979. Wow. So, yes. so it can be very much like a walk down memory lane for me yes. 
yes. to go back in that time. And it, uh, Now, as you move toward priesthood on Saturday, and it's been a journey since you've been seven years old, what are your greatest hopes regarding ordination and priesthood? I want to be an authentic shepherd to the people. Uh, I've, as I've said, I've had a lot of good priests in my life, and I just want people to know that they're loved, they're seen, they're valued, and they're heard, and that they have a place at the table of the Lord, that they are welcomed into the house of the Lord, and that God loves them for who they are, that there's so much division and hatred and just bad stuff going on in the world, and people are feeling isolated with the pandemic, people are feeling isolated from family and friends because of certain views on things. And I just want to be a priest that shows them that God loves them for who they are and to walk the journey of faith with them, because we're all trying to be saints, we're all trying to be holy, and that's what I want to do with my priesthood. Beautiful, beautiful. You'll be a great gift to everybody at Holy Name, I can tell you that already. Thank you. And I have another question. This is not as spiritual. Okay. But, but you're, <laughs> you're coming in with Greg as your pastor. He's your, yes. bo- he's your boss. What do you expect from him? I expect him by the time I leave my Holy Name Cathedral to be a Cubs fan. Because ah, all right, team. all right. <laughs> you can go the whole hour. You just choked no. me up on that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, in all seriousness, I just hope Greg can teach me how to be a priest. Um, because in seminary, you learn the theology, you learn the, what you're supposed to do. But once you get into the parish, you see the reality, you see, and seminary does prepare you for it. But Greg will be, I hope, to be a good pastor for me to teach me how to be a priest, because you can't really be a priest until you are a priest. Um, every day that's a good life, point. Every day in the life of a priest is different. There's no, there's no day that repeats itself. And I'm looking to Greg as a guide, as a mentor, as someone who will sit with the young priest and say, this is, this is what we do, and this is how we do it, and this is why we do it. Um, and with the cathedral being the cathedral, uh, we have a, they have a lot of weddings, so just kind of knowing how to prepare couples for marriage, celebrate weddings well, celebrate marriages between a Catholic and a non-Catholic, uh, and just to be a present priest to the people. And I think you're very much correct when you say, Andy, that the years of seminary gives you a theological base, mm-hmm. spiritual direction, the book knowledge, but by being a priest of the Lord and being with people, let the people teach you. Mm-hmm. I think it's you come in as a teacher, but also come in as a learner. And I was so blessed in my first assignment 42 years ago, Father George Kane at the Church of the Holy Spirit in Schomburg. And by the way, George is now 95 years old, living in Schomburg in, in a home, and the third oldest priest in our diocese, mm-hmm. and we talk regularly. I was so blessed by George, who taught me what it really means to be a priest by a willingness to be inconvenienced and serve the people, and to serve the people of God. And it's not always on my terms, but in just listening to you and knowing your years in the seminary. Remember, tell the people for a moment, the cathedral is not new for you because when you were at St. Joseph College Seminary, what was happening? Yeah, so I went to St. Joseph College Seminary from 2013 to 2017, where I earned my bachelor's degree in philosophy and religious studies. And while I was there, I was an altar server at the cathedral all four years, and then the last two and a half years, Father Bradley Zamora, who was the current, who was the director of liturgy at the time, who is now the director of liturgy at Mundelein Seminary, he hired me on as a sacristan. So I was on, I was working Saturdays, Saturday evenings, down at the cathedral for two and a half years to prepare myself for the priesthood. 
Now, as you look um, to Holy Name, you know, it's interesting. I'm going to refer people to the USML website also because, Andy, you had a beautiful reflection that I saw on Facebook. Maybe that's where they go on. I don't know all this stuff, but I think it's Facebook. But could you share a little bit? I don't know if you remember exactly that that, uh, meditation that you shared, but could you share some of your the ideas you shared with folks in that uh, video? Sure. So I mostly talked about my CPE experience, which is clinical pastoral education. And that is a summer assignment at a hospital to minister to the, to the patients and to the families. And I, was, I asked to be assigned to the cancer unit because in, in that unit you really saw the whole spectrum of life. You saw the people who were happy to be going into remission, you saw the people that were afraid of death because they were given a, a sad prognosis. Um, and the families there, you, you minister to them as well. So just knowing that, you know, a priest can't fix everything. A priest is not sent in to be the fixer of all the problems in, in the world. But a priest is sent in to be Jesus in the moments of happiness and sadness, to bring light to places of darkness, and that it's okay not to know the right answer. It's okay not to know what to say, but sometimes just sitting there with someone else, holding their hand, telling them you're here for them, you're you're with them, can do a lot more than saying an empty word of it's going to be okay. Um, and also, just like overall with the priesthood, uh, seminary is not an easy journey. You know, I've been at this for eight years and then an additional four years of high school preparation with the Quigley College program. There are rough patches, there are bumps in the road, there are moments of doubt, but knowing of the affirmations of the people of God, of various priests who have walked the journey with me and encouraged me, that I really do feel this is what God is calling me to do, and it's put the people in my life that I need to continue on this path. And Andy, I'll share this with you and all our listeners, that when I was in Mundelein Seminary those four years, my greatest fear about ordination, <clears throat> bad allergy day today, was to go into my first assignment and not have answers for people. <clears throat> Sorry about that. And when I came to realize, when I was at Church of the Holy Spirit, and my biggest fear was not having the answers when people would ask a question, I'd appear dumb. But I came to realize in the first year, people don't care how much you know. Mm-hmm. But they want to know how much you care. Now, yeah. you need the book knowledge, you need the theology, in the whole, all the areas, uh, systematic, sacramental, whatever. But you love the people and get to know the people, which I know at Mary City of Wisdom you've done that so well. Well, let me ask this, Andy. What have the people at Mary City of Wisdom in your deacon assignment taught you? Oh, that's a good question. They taught me that it's okay to not be perfect, that... Mm-hmm nobody is perfect and that it's okay to acknowledge that you don't have all the answers, you don't know what to do all the time, but that the people of God love you to the priesthood. So I'm very grateful for my four years at Mary Seed of Wisdom because they have shown me how to be a priest in the sense of inviting me to various parish events to be present at, inviting me to people's homes for dinner, walking over to the school to be present in the classrooms, that the, the ministry of the priesthood, is half of it is just showing up. You know, you just mm-hmm. have to show up and be a, present, a, a presence of God. And knowing that, that that's the lowest bar of priesthood, in a sense, 
that I think I can succeed in that. Now, as you, I don't know if you know this, but I, I probably have the longest tenure at Mundelein. I was there 15 years. Um, oh. And we built the library, a lot of things. But anyway, what I noticed, and my goal there was to bring the folks to Mundelein so that mm-hmm. people could be with you in your preparation, that you could see the support. Um, what about Mundelein and the faithful in terms of, you know, it does this sounds practical, but it costs money to educate right. seminarians, and there are tremendously generous folks. What would you say to those folks in, in terms of now you're going to be ordained and they supported you all through your seminary time? First, I would just say thank you for your generosity, both spiritually and financially, because Mundelein is a very good seminary. It's one of the best seminaries in the world. And with Father Karchi and as the rector, and Bishop Aaron would do this as well, hosting rector masses in the fall and in the spring to invite the people to come to mass, to see the grounds, to walk around. Uh, we had May crowning. We had a virtual May crowning a few days ago. Um, but just the the people, you know, I don't. I was always. A, uh, I always proposed like we we should go to the people. The people should come to us. That the seminary can be seen as a bubble at times, but mm-hmm. it shouldn't be because a seminary needs to know what reality they are stepping into. And with the teaching parish program, with me being assigned to Mary Seed of Wisdom, I was able to see the reality of the current, um, the, the, the Church right now and what people are dealing with, what their questions are. And going back to Mundelein, learning about the questions and bringing back a, uh, an answer that is a real answer for them. I'll tell you, this has been a great 20 minutes with you, uh, Andy. And uh, <clears throat> I just get all choked up just talking to you. <laughs> it's one of, those, uh, <clears throat> one of these allergy days, oh. and we need to bring the segment to a close. And, you know, Andy, I'm so excited about you coming to Cathedral. We all are. We sure and are. And here's the thing. I will learn from you. You're a young priest with filled with enthusiasm and joy. We'll learn from each other, and we listen to God, and we root it in prayer, and great things can happen. And I'll share this with you. I was ordained on May 9th, 79. I thank God every day for his gift of priesthood, and uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful gift. I want to thank in a very special way Deacon Andy Matajevic, whose first assignment will be at Holy Name Cathedral, ordained to the priesthood this Saturday, May 15th. Andy, don't be late. <laughs> be there, and God bless you. are listening to uh, Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Mark and I are social distancing, nine feet apart, no need for a mask, and we are live streaming. Stay with us, and again, do not touch that dial.